1: Hi everyone, this is Trent Sutton with Wild Imaginings, and we are presenting you a fantastical history of Waco, Fabulous Tales of Dubious Veracity, written by Ashley Bean Thornton. Today's story A Doctor's Secret. Hallie Earle was born in Waco in the year 1880. She was the eighth and last child of Civil War veteran Major Isham Harrison Earle, and is often the case with the youngest child, she was her parents' pride and joy. Hallie wanted for nothing growing up, and yet from a very young age, she didn't quite fit in. You see, Hallie longed to be a doctor. An unheard of occupation for a woman in those days.
0: Papa, let me listen to your heartbeat. Oh,
1: of course, darling. What do you hear?
0: Sounds strong. Ba dum, ba
1: Is that so?
0: Now your temperature.
1: Oh, you giving me a checkup,
0: Hallie? That's Dr. Halley, Dad. But well, that's <laughs> right. I'm making sure you're healthy.
1: Well, now, Dr. Halley. What makes you want to be a doctor?
0: I want to help people. Make them feel better.
1: Mm. Well, Dr. Hallie, it's fine to pretend and all. But when you grow up, you'll want to get married and have children. Look at your mama.
0: But I want to be a doctor.
1: Well, darling, we're raising you to be a lady.
0: A lady doctor.
1: (laughs) No, Hallie, a proper lady. You'll understand when you're older. But as it so happened, Hallie didn't understand when she was older. As she went through school, she excelled in all of her classes. When her friends were going on dates or learning to dance, Hallie was in her room, poring over books of anatomy, medicine, and physiology. Science was her favorite subject, and she refused to take home economics or textiles instead choosing to be the only girl taking advanced chemistry and college-level math. Her father had long since given up on voicing his opinions, knowing that they would fall on deaf ears. Her mother, on the other hand, continued to try and impress upon her the importance of being a lady. Hallie, we have put up with this for long enough. Put up with what, Mama? This doctor nonsense. When you were little, it was cute. But frankly, it is getting old. You are old enough now to understand
0: what is expected of you. And what's expected of me is to give up on my dream. What is expected of you is to
1: be who your father and I have raised you to be. A respectable young woman who will soon be attending university.
0: To become a doctor.
1: To receive an education and find a suitable husband. You're a beautiful young woman, Hallie. There will be countless young men seeking your attentions, but they won't tolerate this nonsense about becoming a doctor.
0: Well, then, I suppose they won't tolerate me.
1: Why do you persist in this foolishness? You know that your father and I only want what's best.
0: And why can't I know what's best for me? Why can't I know what will make me happy?
1: This conversation is over. I've already talked to your school about switching your glasses over. Mama. Enough is enough, Hallie. Enough is enough. Despite her best efforts, however, Mrs. Earle had no luck in swaying her daughter's doctoral desires. Hallie graduated her high school with honors, despite her parents' protestations. And upon attending Baylor University, her mother's predictions came true. Being a beautiful girl from a family of means, Hallie Earle attracted a number of suitors during her years as a college student at Baylor. While most female students would have been thrilled by such a selection of potentially desirable mates, however, Hallie found them a distraction from her studies and her ultimate goal of becoming a physician. Aha, there, Miss Hallie. I was, a. Uh... I was just wondering, would you be available tomorrow evening?
0: Unfortunately, no. I have a test at the end of this week, and will be far too busy preparing for it.
1: Oh, uh, sh- sure, sure, of of course. Uh, what what uh, about this weekend then?
0: I'm afraid I'll still have to decline. I've yet to memorize some of the medical charts for one of my classes, and I simply can't afford to fall behind.
1: Oh, uh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, perhaps another time.
0: Perhaps. Hello, Miss Hallie. Hello. Want
1: to study together tonight?
0: Are you inviting me to study, or are you inviting me on a date disguised as studying? Because while I would be happy to attend the former, i have to refuse the latter.
1: Um, I mean, I, I figured we would study.
0: Wonderful. We can meet at the library this evening at 7. I'll be on the first floor if you'd like to join me. No harm in having company while reviewing the notes from this past week.
1: But we we can't talk in the library.
0: Well, we'll be studying, won't we?
1: You know, I'm not sure I'll be available tonight. I I completely forgot about...
0: That's okay. Perhaps another time, then.
1: Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Mr. and Mrs. Earle, however, did not share Hallie's enthusiasm for avoiding dates. While she may have been safe throughout the week, her weekends were often filled with unwanted dates orchestrated by her parents. She would walk downstairs in the morning and be surprised by a suitor awaiting her in the parlor. Unable to avoid them, she would be forced to sit with them throughout the morning until her parents inevitably invited the young gentleman to join them for lunch. Almost as soon as the first suitor would leave, there would be another at the door. Hallie's afternoon would pass much as did her morning. And the second suitor would join the family for dinner, as the first had for lunch. Finally, after the second suitor had left, Hallie would hear the same thing each time. Those were a couple of fine young gentlemen, Hallie. The kind of man you could settle down with. Amazing! How many eligible young men attend Baylor if you only take the time to meet them? What did you think, dear? Which of the two would you like to see again? And don't say neither. They were both charming. And they have promising careers ahead of them, dear. We want to make sure you're well taken care of. At first... Hallie attempted to dissuade her parents, but she quickly realized it was to no avail.
0: I'll be perfectly capable of taking care of myself. I'll be well provided for. And by who? Is there someone you haven't told us about? By myself. I'll be able to provide for myself as a doctor. Probably better than a lot of these suitors would be able to provide for me.
1: Hallie, that just isn't how the world works. Being a doctor is hard. It's demanding. It's- what?
0: A man's job. Well,
1: I wasn't going to say. You
0: didn't have to. What your father
1: is trying to say is that we want you to have the kind of life that we've had. We won't always be around, honey. Despite her best efforts, however, Hallie couldn't escape her parents' desire for her to be married. But before long, she realized that if she couldn't avoid the weekend suitors that her parents arranged, she would have to figure something else out. If she couldn't leave, perhaps there was a way she could get the suitors to leave instead. She couldn't simply ask them to. Her parents would never have that. She also knew that however boring she made herself out to be, the suitors would never leave out of obligation to her parents. She needed something else. And finally, after weeks of consideration, she hatched a plan. She decided to adopt a cat. But not just any cat. She needed a cat with an indiscriminate appetite.
0: Hi there. My name is Hallie, and I'm here to see what cats are available for adoption.
1: Well, we, we have several cats at the moment. What, what are you looking for?
0: Well, I'm in need of a companion.
1: Alright, well, we just had a litter of kittens the other day. L- let me show you.
0: I was rather hoping for something a bit bigger, actually.
1: Hmm, well, I can show you what we have.
0: That would be perfect.
1: Here we have Roxy. She's a calico. Here we have...
0: What about that one?
1: Oh, well, you, you don't want that one. He he hardly ever even moves except to eat.
0: He's perfect. You're sure? Completely.
1: Well, alright, if, if you say so.
0: What's his name? Xavier. Xavier, you and I are going to get along splendidly.
1: Xavier was a large gray cat who was just as lazy as Hallie had been warned. He was also the solution to Hallie's problems. She fed Xavier a steady diet of broccoli, pinto beans, and peanuts, which may sound unorthodox, probably because it is but Xavier's diet served a very particular purpose. You see, whenever gentlemen visitors overstayed their welcome, Hallie would simply invite Xavier to join them in the parlor. The cat would soon ensconce himself in the would-be Romeo's lap, and before long, would silently pass gas. <laughs> Xavier's gas would emit a noxious odor of such eye-burning potency that even the most determined and lovesick Swain would soon make his excuses. <coughs> oh, Miss Miss Hallard, do you uh
0: Do I what? <coughs> Is something the matter? No,
1: no, uh nothing's the matter. I just uh <coughs> I'm I'm suddenly not feeling too well.
0: Oh, well can I get you something? <coughs> A glass of water, maybe.
1: Oh no, no, no. I'm 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 sure I'll be fine.
0: All right. Well, as we were saying... Oh,
1: uh, you know what? I I actually forgot until just now. But I have a business meeting this afternoon that I must attend to.
0: Well, I wouldn't want to keep you from your business.
1: (coughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, perhaps another time?
0: Perhaps.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Earl couldn't figure out why the suitors, which had once pursued their daughter with such fervor, were now unwilling to even come around the house. Their concerns grew as the weeks went on, and their list of potential suitors was eventually exhausted, being that none of them were willing to visit more than the one time. I don't understand! I can't figure it out either. Our daughter is beautiful. And goodness knows she comes from a respectable family. These young men should be beating down the door. And yet for some reason, they won't even come by invitation. Well, we have to keep trying. I can't bear the thought of our little Hallie becoming an old maid. Especially when this doctor dream finally falls through. Though her parents were deeply concerned, however, it left Hallie free to pursue her studies without distraction. Before she knew it, her time at Baylor came to a close. Well, kind of. She graduated with honors, and went on to be accepted to Baylor Medical School. Ecstatic that her dreams were so close to becoming true, she of course took Xavier with her, just in case medical school brought suitors of its own. Armed with broccoli? Broccoli? pinto beans, and peanuts, Xavier helped Hallie to graduate medical school unscathed. Again, with honors, of course. And in 1915, Hallie Earle became the first licensed female physician in Waco. Xavier lived just long enough to see her become a doctor, but almost as though his job was done, he passed away soon after. Hallie was distraught, but knowing how important the cat was to her, it was actually her parents who gifted her her next cat as a gesture of understanding.
0: Oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Thank you.
1: They said her name was Georgia.
0: We know how much
1: Xavier meant to you.
0: Thank you. She's perfect.
1: <clears throat> Allie, I I thought it was high time that your mom and I, that that your mom and I, Apologized.
0: For what, Dad?
1: Oh, you know what. We didn't think that this day would ever come. It's not that we didn't think you were capable, we just... Well, we didn't think that the world had room for you in it as a doctor. But maybe the world is moving a little faster than we gave it credit for.
0: Or maybe I just managed to outrun it. (laughs) Oh,
1: well, that's my girl.
0: We love you, Dr. Earl. Love you, too.
1: Hallie had a successful medical practice in Waco for many decades. She was beloved by the community, trusted by all. And you know what? She never did marry, but she did establish a community fund for the care and feeding of stray cats. Thank you for joining us today for A Fantastical History of Waco, a podcast brought to you by Wild Imaginings. We have a lot of other great projects besides this podcast. If you want to check out the work that we're doing, please head to wildimaginingswaco.com, see what we're doing, and if you have an idea of your own, let us know. We love working with people, just like we did here at Rogue Media Network and Ashley Bean Thornton, the author of these wonderful stories. Join us next time for another fantastical story.